Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, the podcast with all women talking all football. Her Fantasy Football can now be heard on our new home, Blog Talk Radio, that is brought to you by National Gridiron Network, and soon to be heard on iHeartRadio this weekend. Bam, bam, bam. Woo! Woo. You can also check us out on iTunes or on the web at HerFantasyFootball.com, and follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I am your host, Courtney Kirby. And I am Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. We are now writing for Cover32.com, so check it out. We'll let you know who you should and should not play in fantasy. And we'll tell you who you should not play this week because they're on bye, people. Take them out of your lineups. Chicago Mm. Bears, Tennessee Titans, Indianapolis Colts, San Diego Chargers. Is there more? Yes, there is. Baltimore Ravens and the Houston Texans. A lot of teams. Lots of teams, lots Mm. of injuries last week. So we are going to be talking about that a lot during the podcast. We're going to get right into it with Thursday Night Football, the Carolina Panthers at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, these are both my teams. I call them my problem children. They're just so cute, but they keep being bad. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> it's just true. They're just so cute, and I love them. For instance, Cam Newton. He will give you 30 points a game, or he will give you five. You don't want to bench him because you don't know when that 30-point game's going to come. Uh, last yes, week I do. He- yes, I do. It's when he's on my bench. <laughs> That's when the 30-point weeks come. Hence That's the point. True. Don't bench him. Don't bench Ugh. him. Last week, he came in 16th out of all the quarterbacks. Uh, he had like 14.5 points. It's not great. Uh, 204 passing yards, one touchdown, two, uh, 26 rushing yards. I mean, that's, you know, nice. But, I mean, it's like, you know, whatever. He's just kind of a whatever player sometimes. But then he could be brilliant. And the Carolina defense is really what's carrying this team. They are the, the absolute must start. I don't know if you've noticed, but they're nasty. I love yeah, them. Yeah, they're good. Mm-hmm. Last week, they scored 20 points. Only 19 other offensive players scored over 20 points in that week. I mean, hello? They're, the t- they're top 20 player overall. That's crazy town. And they're playing against Tampa Bay, which, God love them, but they are still, you know, 0-6, and six, and it's just, and that's only because they have a bye, frankly. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, but, you know, so they're a must-play. You know, Steve Smith had a great game last week. And uh, Janoris Jenkins, who's a defensive player that I wasn't aware of, listen, there were a lot of swear words, and we can't do that anymore because we're going to be on iHeartRadio. But he basically said that this guy allegedly uh, was talking about his wife, his family, etc. He said, obviously, this is the first time this guy has used Google. And he called him out. So he had the game of his life. It was the best game of the season. But it still only gave you 12.9 fantasy points in a standard league. That's not going to... It's not going to crush your opponent. So uh, he's still a gut call. However, D'Angelo Williams, it's six teams are on a bye. You're going to hear this the whole show. But six teams are on a bye. 
so you got to start this guy. He's going to get you in, anywhere in between 6 and 12 points, but frankly, this week that might win, your, win you your league. So check it out. Um, he's normally like a 20 to 30 ranked back, so with six teams on by, that kind of bumps him up, and I think he's a must-start. Greg Olson's back in a walking boot. I don't know what that means exactly, but it probably means you need to think about it before you play him. So um, last week, <laughs> last I week I don't know only, what that means, but well, they he played last week after being in a walking boot. I mean, he yeah. only got one point nine fantasy points. The yep. week before that, four point seven points. But before that, he was awesome. So I don't know. I'd put him on the bench if he can. Tampa Bay. Vincent Jackson, the number two wide receiver from last week, ladies. Hello. Ooh. Welcome back. We heart you. He 138 had an receiving awesome yards. Catch. That one-handed grab. That one-handed grab was like one of the best catches of the season. Already so called good. it week seven. So good. Yeah, so he had two touchdowns and he's fabulous. He was only behind Calvin Johnson, and Calvin Johnson isn't real. He's a mirage. So <laughs> he was the in the best one. kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, he just seems to be getting better and better. It looks like he and Glennon have developed chemistry, and you need to play him every week. He's matchup proof. Even though Carolina's great at defense, he's still the guy to play. Speaking of Mike Glennon, facts are facts, ladies. He is better than Josh Freeman. <laughs> I, <didn't, laughs> I am I better than Josh Freeman. I did not say better looking, I said better. Look at the numbers. He's had 18.92 and 17.54 points in his last two outings. Now, Carolina's defense is awesome, so I wouldn't start him against them. But this actually might be a sneaky week to pick him up, just in case you do have a Tom Brady on your bench. And he should be on your bench, and you know what I'm talking about. Uh, He's a great guy. I think he's actually a good player for them. I I don't know how I feel about Graciano, but I'm interested. Mike James is the new man in town, ladies. Doug Martin, I don't know if you heard, it's really sad. He has an injury. He may or may not be out for the whole season. It's kind of up in the air, but he's definitely out for a few weeks. So uh, Mike James is a sixth-round rookie. He's a possible play because there are six people on a bye week. So there you go. But I have no idea what to tell you about him, literally. There are no stats. There are no stats. This is risky. It's a guessing game, but I'd kind of play him. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> put him in. Uh, Doug Martin You're was averaging this week. 25 touch a ga- touches a game. You can't get that anywhere else in the NFL right now. So play him. Take a chance. Live large. It's Vegas. Um, on that note, though, I'm picking Carolina. Their defense is surreal. And for real. Yeah. That defense is legit. Which is weird because the team has been so like hot and cold, but I'm going yeah. Carolina. Carolina, we're all in. Defense rules. All right, guys, moving on. Dallas Cowboys at Detroit Lions. Same record, four and three. I'm gonna keep talking after I sip my peppermint tea. Um Yes, Dallas Cowboys. Well, man, you know, they're the team that everyone always says is a contender. This is their year. They have all this talent. And I agree. 
I just wish their talent wasn't so inconsistent. I'm really, it's a downer. It's a downer, ladies. Like, yeah. yeah. Des Bryant was great last week. He only had 110 yards receiving, no touchdowns or anything extra. But he was great. There were some weird penalties that called some things back, and he had a weird stepping out of bounds kind of shady moment. But um, he's fabulous. He'll be fine. And frankly, um, you know, Detroit gives up the sixth most fantasy points to wide receivers, and they're going to need to use them if they're going to win or try to win, frankly. So I I think he's going to be just fine. Just fine, ladies. Same with Terrence Williams. I hope you picked him up like three weeks ago when we brought up this guy. Um, we haven't he's ranked no 27th. He's unbelievable. Last week, 71 yards receiving, one touchdown. It's all going to look similar this week. He's fabulous. They love him. Don't worry about it. And they're going to need to use him to keep up with that Stafford-Megatron tandem going on over there in Detroit. So... He's, he's someone to definitely play. I'm moving Tony Romo to the gut calls just because he's let me down. Two weeks in ask, a row? Yeah, what are you going to ask? What's the better looking tandem? Stafford Megatron or Romo Des? Oh, for sure Stafford Megatron. Yeah. I don't but even Stafford's know. Stafford's not a, even remotely attractive. Yeah, I don't find Romo that attractive either. Oh, you're talking about attractiveness? I'm talking about just football. I was talking attractive. We all know that Stafford <laughs> Megatron is a better tandem there, but I'm saying like attractiveness. I think Calvin wins it in general, so I just don't think it's. He can carry really the matter. weight. Of, he can carry the weight of the tandem. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Meg- Megatron isn't even human. Yeah. So. I'm just saying this is those weird comparisons about Calvin and uh, Dez, and I was like, oh, that's sort of a little looks comparison in there as well. <laughs> Dez still loses. Yeah. No, Calvin Johnson's surreal. He's a dream. He's actually what I dream about sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't go there. I don't have enough paper Let's towels. Let's talk about Romo instead. <laughs> I just used a bunch of paper towels to clean up the red wine I just spilled all over my floor. <laughs> yes, she did. Joke, Hence why she's drinking tea now. Yep. I'm drinking tea and water. You're welcome. Brandon's been downgraded to tea. <laughs> I've, been, I've been downgraded to questionable. Yeah. And Tony Romo's been downgraded from number two running quarterback to number eight. He should Ouch. even be lower. He should. I, you know, he had a mediocre performance against two bad defenses in a row. He was fabulous against Denver. We all remember the 40-point game. Yada, yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares because he <laughs> has tanked it. And if you have been starting him since then with the dreams like I have, you've only had nightmares. And I'm sorry. But you know what? Last week he threw for 317 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Meh. He should be better this week if he wants to compete. But I don't know. I just can't put him in the must play anymore. It's just gotten ugly. It's not as ugly as Brady, but it's ugly. Uglier? Their running back situation. I would, I would love to tell you you have to start a Dallas running back because there's six teams on by. But to be honest with you, DeMarco Murray is still questionable. He's not ruled out yet. And Lance Dunbar might be coming back, and he's actually the original backup to DeMarco Murray. So Joseph Randall and, and Philip Tanner, who's the new touchdown vulture of the week, 
I don't know who to tell you to start. So I would say watch the injuries, hope for the best, but this is a crazy week. You might win by starting one of these guys. I just can't tell you which one at this point with a professional manner. With that said, who's your pick? Oh, uh, I'm going to Detroit because they're at home. Boom. Well, you know what? Calvin Johnson is back from that injury. Boom, boom, boom. Calvin Johnson, I'm sorry, Megatron. I'm going to call you Megatron for the rest of the time because you proved it last week. 155 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Another crazy catch. Oh, another crazy catch in the end zone right? against like four defenders. Four it was guys. nuts. Yeah, he's just a machine. And I know we got 2.5 points last week, and we all thought he's still injured. Is this going to be a Roddy White kind of situation? Nope, not the case. Not the wow. case. Mm-hmm. You know, Dallas is not great against wide receivers. So I plan on Megatron getting Lots of points this week. I like him. Therefore, I like Stafford. We have him ranked number four. You play him. This is going to be like taking candy away from a baby. I mean, Dallas gives up the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks, and Stafford's a machine. He's quiet. Nobody really talks about him, and I love that about quarterbacks. If they're quiet, mm-hmm, you get them. Yeah. Just like Andrew Luck. They're quiet. They're just, no one really talks about how yeah. wonderful they are, and they really are wonderful. 357 like yards, three touchdowns. I like it. Big game against Dallas this week as well. Reggie Bush, we have ranked number seven. He had 9.4 points last week, which isn't great. But, you know, he's, he's gold in PPR leagues. He's gold. He's going to do great against Dallas. You know, he's not your typical running back because he catches so many balls as well. And he makes plays happen. So you play him. You have to. Gut calls. I'm going to bring up some tight ends. I skipped over them last week because I just wasn't convinced. Well, they've both convinced me, and that is rare. Joseph Ferrier, my man with the moves on the field. I love him. We have him ranked number 19. And Brandon Pettigrew this week at 18. You know, you got guys on by. You got guys injured. You know, tight ends in general, if they're not the top four tight ends, it's just kind of a hit or miss. And I like both of them. So I'm all in. If I had to choose one over the other, I think I'd choose Joseph. Um, just because he's really cute. So, But Pettigrew, Sorry, I think, yeah. would be a good cho- choice, too. Now, I'm going to bench Detroit's defense because this is going to be one of the fantasy orgies this week. Lots Ooh. of points, not great defenses. So just expect... Um, a lot of fantasy for you on the offense and really not a lot on the defense. With that said, I'm going to go with Detroit. Megatron. Yeah, I'm going to Detroit too. I feel as if the Broncos like smother Tony Romo's will to play. You know, like <laughs> he just, he, it was the game of his career and he still couldn't win. So yeah. sad. It's sad. Like he's kind of imploded since then. He really has. Yeah. We'll see where he's ranked next week. Yeah. And you know what? I think this is the fantasy orgy of the week. The Redskins-Broncos game's awesome, too. Yeah. Yeah. But that one, I just need my rain boots. Yeah. So gross. 
offensive <laughs> showdown. Seriously. So I, I think they're both going to be good games. Um, but, yeah, I think we're all in on Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Cleveland um, Browns Detroit. at Kansas City Chiefs still undefeated. Crazy town. Um, this game is not going to be the fantasy orgy. No. Of the week. This is the opposite of orgy. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a pretty low-scoring game This is here. a Sahara Desert game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All dried up is what it is. Tons you of know, sand. I've only got one, you know, must-start here. Jordan Cameron still remains as the only one on the Browns team. Like, the past few weeks, he had virtually no points until the second half of the game. And then they threw to him about every other pass. You know, points are points. I'm happy for it. But you'll be very frustrated watching the Browns and Jordan Cameron because it will stress you out until the very end. But stick with him. He's still going to get you points and good amount of points. My gut calls Josh Gordon. You know, this was essentially, you know, he was such a shut up by the Packers last week. He only had 21 yards on two receptions. Two. Mm, two, two receptions. Um, to say that was a disappointing week would be an understatement. This was by far his worst week, and I don't see a repeat of it for next week. He will be going up against a very good Chiefs team, and their secondary has given up the 11th fewest points to wide receivers. Nonetheless, he should do much better than two points, so feel good about that. Browns defense is also on my gut checklist. Okay, you know the Browns are playing the Chiefs, who are a very good team, but that doesn't mean that they don't give up a lot of points to defenses. Alex Smith doesn't throw many interceptions, and Jamal Charles has been a beast, so I don't love this matchup. With that said, there are a lot worse matchups this week, so you, your hand might be kind of forced to play the Browns here. The Chiefs have given up the 10th of fewest points to defenses, so don't expect big points, but expect around the 5-7 to seven range, which isn't terrible. And with all the bye weeks we've got listed, you could do worse. On the bench, I've got Jason Campbell and Brandon Weeding. Weeding, what is that? Weeding. Oh, the drama. <laughs> There's some big injuries this week, guys, with Jay Cutler going down and Sam Bradford being out for the season. So if you are in a deep league, you might want to throw a gander at Brandon Weeding. Oh, wait. Just kidding. Jason Campbell. Hmm. That is right. It was just announced that Jason Campbell is now the starter. For a guy that was basically added to this team as a last resort, it is apparently last resort time in Cleveland. So what does this mean for you? If this is a bye week in your world, it might be last resort time for you as well, a.k.a. Jason Campbell. I think there are better options, but if you are in like a 12-14 team league and we've got six teams on bye, you might have to dig this deep. Hopefully not, but you might. I am going to go with the Chiefs on this, this win. Yeah. I have described the Chiefs as my safe boyfriend. He's the guy that I date who's, like, nice to me, and he has a job. That's about it. Literally, <laughs> he's that guy. You don't break Made up with him. Made the prereq. Because you're like, but he's a nice job, and he's nice to me. And some people like marrying that guy, and they have happy lives. So congratulations. Kansas City Chiefs are your team. Those two qualities are Jamal Charles and the Kansas City defense, and that's all this guy has. And Jamal Charles, listen, if you have him, you're starting him. You know what I'm talking about. If you don't have him, you're jealous, and you hope you don't play him this week. Um, (laughs) He does have two fumbles over the last three weeks. I guess it's a minor negative because, frankly, he gets the ball so often, no one cares. 
Um, Yeah. Kansas City defense. I just want to list these stats for you just because they're fun. And I just want you to know how awesome they are because they are so the number one defense. It's not even close. The number two defense is Seattle. They're great, too. But let's just be honest. They have sacked the quarterback 35 times. They've caught 10 interceptions. They have forced and recovered nine fumbles. Of those turnovers, four were returned for touchdowns. They also scored a touchdown on a kick return. And in seven games, they've only allowed 71 points. Congratulations if you have this defense. And I wrote, boom. Other than that, you don't start anyone else. Um, They don't care about offense. They won last week only scoring 17 points. (laughs) they don't care they just don't care and neither should you and I think they're fabulous don't get me wrong but um, Cleveland's actually a pretty good defense against quarterbacks and wide receivers they don't even have a tight end to speak of so there's just no one else to play Um, on that note though I'm picking Kansas City until they lose they're pretty awesome yep I will say that Kansas City has yet to play a team over 500 other than Dallas Cowboys, and they only scored eight points against the Dallas Cowboys. So, I'm just saying they no, haven't have. had the hardest. They haven't had the hardest schedule yet. So, I'm interested to see them once they play against somebody who's really good. Um, fortunate for them, that's not the Cleveland Browns. So, my pick is Kansas City Chiefs. I love red, and they are amazing regardless if they play crappy teams. Okay. I still like them. Yep. Oh, that's super t- safe. Let's get to Miami Dolphins and New England Patriots. The Dolphins. Mm, this is going to be a really quick little thing for us to talk about because none of them are must starts and none of them are got calls. <laughs> They're all going to the bench. They may yeah. be three, three. Well, yeah. Are they three and three? Is that right? I can't be right. Yeah, they had their bye, right? Oh, that's right. Yep, yep. So they're 3-3, three and three, and that, I think, is being generous to how good they actually are. You've got Mike Wallace, Brian Hartline, and Brandon Gibson all on my bench. And it's just because, you know, they all catch balls. They all don't catch balls. You know, it's the New England gives up the ninth fewest points to wide receivers. So I'm not seeing a big game out of any of these guys. Lamar Miller... Daniel Thomas, you know, I know you guys have guys on buys, but I would pick a different team to root for this week. I would not pick up a running back for them. You know, Lamar Miller maybe is the starter. I think Daniel Thomas gets almost as many touches, and neither one of them are going to get you very many points. So I say bench them, bench them. And I hate to say this. Ugh, I hate to say it. But my pick is for New England. (laughs) I could not care less about this matchup. Right. Like, really? (laughs) I got it. But fortunately, the Patriots are my team, so I have to talk about them. And Gronk was worth talking about for my start, you know, playing the gun. Welcome back, Gronk. Welcome back. Gronkowski had a nice little opening week, you know, pulling in 11 points with 114 yards on eight receptions. You know, if you played Gronk last week, congratulations. You lucked out. If you wait to see if he would actually play and if the Patriots would produce, congrats. He has proved to you that he is ready. 
everybody's a winner. The Patriots have been rather lackluster this year, so hopefully Gronk will provide them that spark that they need. Gronkowski is going up against the second-worst defense against tight ends, so expect the Gronk show. It's going to be huge this week. You start Gronk. I'm sure it's going to be crazy points. You know, but I will say, don't be afraid to let players prove to you that they need to start because Gronk is one of those players that, again, you know, if this was last week where he's going to play, he's going to play, he's going to play. Oh, no, he's not just kidding. And you set your lineups early, he can completely screw you. So, in this case, you lucked out. Stephen Ridley. Ridley had a nice little game as well last week. He was the 14th most highest scoring running back, which lands him a starting spot on your roster. This is especially true when you look at this matchup next week when he'll be running against the fifth worst defense against running backs. With Gronk back, this should hopefully open up a few more options for Ridley. I like Ridley this week. Let's just hope that Belichick agrees with me and actually plays him. Ugh. Right? Right. So frustrating. I'm still fighting with him. <laughs> uh, Steven Goskowski, number two ranked kicker. Hmm. Kicker. Best, most dependable player on the Patriots this season, guys? Yeah. It's debatable. Very debatable. He is a I don't even think it's debatable. Me neither. No? We're going, no. We're going Goskowski? Absolutely. Who else would least you go first, with? At least first half of the season. Well, I agree. I mean, points-wise, you'd like to think it'd be, you know, some sort of, like, specially play, but nope. Nope. It's not. Absolutely. Gut calls. I don't really have any gut gut calls here, guys. You're either starting them or you're not with the Patriots. So let's just go to who you're not starting. Tom Brady. Yeah. I know people keep thinking that we've messed up and put Tom Brady on the bench, but this is not an error. He is not performing well in terms of fantasy this season. So just stop it. You can still love him. You just shouldn't start him. Come to terms with it. He has only put up seven points last week and is the 20th highest scoring quarterback. That is a no-go, people. No go. Deal with it. Until he proves that he and Gronk have the magic touch again, his cute little tush will be riding the bench. Okay? Just do it. Okay. Patriots wide... Okay. <laughs> okay. Patriot wide receivers, they've all been disappointing this year. They're all unpredictable and all unreliable. All of them. You know, they're going up against a team that has allowed the second fewest points to wide receivers. This doesn't look very promising for this crew either. Put them on your bench. But with all that said, I'm still going Patriots to win this one. Well, I think that's interesting. I Oh my gosh, I did it again and not even on purpose. I totally paused. <laughs> you did. I did. Um, so this is our round two. We had a technical difficulty, so we might as well just fess up. I'm fessing up right now on New England because I feel like honesty is the best option and perhaps Belichick could learn from me. Moving on about that pushing error. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm going to pick New England. I have two baby things to say, though, beforehand. Number one is that um, a friend of mine was like, oh, I'm totally ticked. I, I benched, I benched uh, Gronk, and then, and then uh, you know, he, he blew up, and, and I don't know who I should play, and I was told this person was be better than this person. Listen. Fantasy football is a game based off of probability. And out of six games, Gronk played zero. That's, that's right. A, that's a probability problem. He had not played six of the games. So you had to depend on him not only playing, but then playing well. So 
you probably shouldn't have played him. And if you did, because you're desperate, absolutely, great, congratulations. But you're playing probabilities here. And that's the other thing with Tom Brady, you guys. I'm not saying he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame, but he does not belong on your starting football, fantasy football roster if you've been paying attention. In fact, he should be your backup. Maybe not even that. For that? Yeah. I'm still taking New England, but I'm pausing <laughs> because I really like Miami and I wish they were a little bit better than they maybe are. Nice, Brandon. Thank you for that. That was a it, monologue. That was, that was that a was, nice monologue. That was I was very say, nice. I was like, Death becomes her. Nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not quite that good. But close. But close. What is, though? What is? We got the Buffalo Bills, New Orleans Saints. All right, guys. Fred Jackson. He's real. He's the real deal. We have him ranked number 11th. I even think that might be a little low. Now, he did scare us at the beginning of that game with whatever happened to that knee. I don't know. It looked scary. I was sad because I told you guys all to start him. But then he came back and got a touchdown. So he did what I thought he would do. He's a machine. I just, I love him. I just love him. He's a must-start, guys. C.J. Spiller is unknown. He's questionable for the game. I don't love him. He seems like he's just in to give Jackson a bit of a rest. So, you know, I don't trust the coach to tell you really what's going on. But make sure you keep an eye on him. You might not have a better choice, but I would not expect him to get more than five points. But he might, but he probably won't. So I've got him on the bench this week. Gut calls, Stevie Johnson. We have him ranked 29. You know, he he looked really good last week against Miami. He, you know, he only had 61 yards, but his catches were really difficult, and he made plays happen. You know, Lewis is spreading the ball around a lot, so that's not great, but I feel like Stevie's just really proving himself, and I think this is going to be a good fantasy week for him. So I'm all in on Stevie. Now all in. I'm all in on CB. I, I think he's going to be good. If you got some receivers on buys, I think he's the one to play. New Orleans Saints. Breeze. We have him ranked number two. He is the man. I mean. I'm so glad he's back. Oh, he's just, yeah. I'm so glad he's back. He's a must start no matter what. Buffalo gives up the 13 most, most fantasy points to quarterbacks. And I expect Breeze to just shred that defense if you know, even if Grandma's out, Breeze makes things happen. So I'm not on him. Jimmy Graham is questionable for the game. That's why I have him <laughs> under gut calls. I'm kind of nervous about him. Um, but if he's in, you're playing him. You're totally starting him. I mean, there is yeah, no are. no question about it. Jimmy is Breeze's favorite target. So he's going to get the ball a lot. If you're not, if he's not playing, you know, I think... Jordan Reed, Joseph Fourier, I think those two are really good pickups and I think might be good starts if you have a Jimmy Graham situation. Darren Sproles, Pierre Thomas also got calls. You just don't know who's going to get the most points in the game, but they both do get points. So although it is, you know, running back by committee, which is very frustrating, you got lots of guys on buys. This might be the week to play a little Thomas. Oh, I hate it, but you might not have enough. to do it. Not enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk about not enough. Marquise Colston all year has not given mm-hmm. us enough. But Buffalo gives up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. 
And if Graham's not in, Breeze has got to air it out to somebody. So I got Marquise Colston and Kenny Stills as gut calls. Lots of people on buys. Might be the week. Nobody's certain on the bench. But to be honest, if you start some of these gut calls, you might have wished you benched them. Gosh, yeah. sorry. That's no help. Yeah. No help. Out of fantasy world, I still think New Orleans is going to win. Yeah, I... I definitely think New Orleans is going to win. I always love me some Stevie Johnson. I think I should pay attention to Kenny Stills, though. I feel like I've ignored him for too long. Ignored him too long. Too long. New Orleans. New Orleans. This is going to be a close game, though. I like the Bills. I love the Bills. And and I'm very tempted to choose the Bills here. I just, it's hard to root against Breeze. Yeah. I mean, if Graham doesn't play, Bills will win. I'm I disagree. Picking. Can I do that? No. Can I do a conditional pick? No. Can no. I? It's crap. You're All crap. Right, Saints. I'm Saints. picking the Bills to win this game in 2014. Because <laughs> I nice. think they're awesome. But when we have now. this pick a year from now, we'll, we'll remember that. We'll log it. Put it in well, we're all in on New Orleans, and it appears... No, New York Giants at Philadelphia Eagles. Woo! Giants. <laughs> I, I apologize. They won. Big win. Big no. win Monday night. No. Big, no. Win. Big, big no. win. Big win. Big win. No. No. I apologize to all of you fantasy football fans who watched that Monday night football game. I think you saw exactly what I've been seeing all season, and you cried. Cried in your beer. There's nothing else to say. None of them are dependable fantasy starts. I won't tell you that they are, because it's a lie. Um, We do have Victor Cruz ranked high. Why? Because Philadelphia gives up the most fantasy points to wide receivers out of every team in the league. However... Victor Cruz has yielded less than seven fantasy points in four out of his seven games this, this year. I mean, that's, that's crazy. That's over half. That's your yeah. wide receiver one, people. Your wide receiver one. Now, I adore him, but this is tough stuff. Tough stuff. However, interestingly enough, the number one wide receiver for the last three weeks on the Giants has been Reuben Randall, the sandwich. The sandwich. I didn't know people got named after sandwiches, and I'm into it. I need a Rachel. <laughs> Do you guys remember the Rachel? It's like a Reuben with, with turkey. Yeah. So no, good. I've never heard of it. So <gasps> good. It's delicious. It's the best sandwich. <laughs> I always Try order that a Rachel. Um. More than that, though, we've been ignoring him for too long. I think it was the name. I think I had a prejudice, and I apologize to all of you fantasy fans out there because he's pretty great. I'm playing him this week, people. I'm all in. Yeah, he might end up fantastic. I told you, they give up the most to wide receivers, so... Uh, And their best defensive guy is going to be on Victor Cruz, not Ruben Randall. Yeah. You guys, this is, you know, good stuff. Good stuff. Peyton Hillis, also good stuff. Last week, he was a volunteer high school football coach. This week, he is a fantasy football starter. 
That's right. I said starter. He's ranked 27th, but really, it's ugly out there for running backs, people. And he was the only person who was decent last week in Monday Night Football. Now, he said his legs were jello. <laughs> Admitted it. Just like, yeah, I haven't played football in forever. Um, but I say let's break this Madden curse. I'm kind of into him this week. I like Why him. Not? I Why like not? him. Um, on Although, the bench, is though, Jacobs back? It's questionable. If uh, He's still questionable. We did rank him. If Jacobs is back, though, I still think Hillis is going to be um, a large part of the offense because, frankly, he was the largest part of the offense for their one and only win. That was against a hideous Minnesota team that I don't even want to discuss. Right. Juncture. But... Um, w's, W's a W, Brandon. W is a W. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Eli Manning is on the bench. Now, don't Shocking. be fooled. I know. He had you his love first Eli. game. I love him. I actually don't hate Eli. This is actually a purely statistical opinion. This was his first game without an interception, and four times Minnesota should have had an interception. Don't be fooled. Philadelphia won't make the same mistakes. Don't play him. It was like the game of his life, and he only had 12 points. That's not good enough for your quarterback. No. Nope. Don't do it. Um, and then Hakeem Nicks, I don't even know what the deal is. All I'm telling you is that if someone offers you a trade and he's involved, don't take it. For that, I'll take the Eagles. Parents' <laughs> <laughs> hatred of the Giants this season is so amusing to me. Because I've had to watch them, and it's terrifying. I love it. It's Halloween it. coming up, ladies. Dress as a giant. <laughs> <laughs> what are nice. you? A nightmare. <laughs> uh, right? That's I'm a fantasy black hole. It's actually pretty good. I yeah, like that. Right? Yeah. Um, the Eagles, guys. Also yeah. a bit of a mess. Uh, a bit of a mess. <laughs> They started off really good, you know? Like they were a hot team. And now it's like, oh, it's a little scary. LaShawn McCoy, though, you should be playing him. He's the number one ranked running back right now. We know that you weren't happy with the seven points he got you last week. But keep in mind that this was his lowest scoring week thus far, and the Eagles were a complete disaster last week. With Vic out and Foles getting knocked out with the concussion, it brought the third-string quarterback, Mac Barkley, into the fold and Ouch. just threw the team for a loop on that one. So let's just forget the game. Let's just forget last week happened and look forward to next week. Hmm? Good idea. Let's go with that. So LaShawn, he's going against a mediocre defense in the Giants, so expect him to bounce back this week. Deshaun Jackson, you know, number six ranked wide receiver this week for us. Everything I just said about McCoy applies to Deshaun Jackson as well. Terrible, terrible game scoring. Only two points last week. You know, it makes you a little less angry at McCoy, though. Now, doesn't it? For the seven points? It you does. Know, you're not quite as angry. <laughs> it does. I'm never yeah. mad at McCoy. Yeah, it's, it's hard. He's so cute, you know. But Vic and Foles' absent was especially missed by Jackson. Deshaun did hurt his ankle during the game, but was able to return, so don't factor that into anything next week. You know, but he should fare much, much better going up against the Giants, who have allowed the 11th most fantasy points to wide receivers. So Jackson will take advantage of that. So expect a good week from Deshaun Jackson. Got calls. We got Michael Vick. Yes, he was voted to be the most disliked player in the NFL. 
But that isn't why he's on our gut checklist. <laughs> he is on our gut checklist because the Eagles are a hot mess at quarterback right now. It is reported that he will likely be the starter for week eight. He did practice fully today um, he, from his hamstring injury. Um, but he well. hasn't really proven to you that he deserves the start. He had two great opening weeks, but since then he's been average, you know. We aren't sure if he's completely healthy until he is healthy. You aren't going to get the production that you want out of him. Now, with that said, there have been some big injuries to quarterbacks this week and six teams on by, so you may end up needing to play him. Now, Riley Cooper, he, you know, is also on my gut checklist. This is two weeks in a row that Riley Cooper has produced some decent points for you. When everyone else looked horrible last week, Riley Cooper, you know, he was the best option. He had at least scored you eight points in, a lot, in 88 yards. And if they could have mustered up a touchdown, he would have had a killer week. So keep him in mind, especially with all the bye weeks, he could be a, you know, a good person to fill in for your holes. I don't really have anybody on the bench, though, guys. I mean, nobody. The team isn't doing well, but you still have some players producing for you in terms of fantasy uh, points that might even think about their you know, paltry defenses setting up against you know, Eli Manning throwing a ton of interceptions. So a little food for thought. So even though the Eagles have a bunch of better players than the Giants, I kind of feel like the Giants might win this one, guys. I think they're going to be a little high from last week's win, and I'm going to go with the Giants. I think you're high. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You talking to the right sister? No, yeah. Well, I'm not smoking tonight because I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles. Sober. Sober. We will see. You think I will be on drugs after this matchup? Uh, San Francisco 49ers at Jacksonville Jaguars. In London. In London. Hello. Now, I know I... How rep- pissed are you that the Jaguars are who you have to come see in London? Like, the seven Jaguars. Like You're cats. welcome, you get a game. Now, I'm going to cheer for Mr. Colin Kaepernick for the first time this year. Congrats. Yay, Colin. We have him ranked number 10. I have him as a must-start, and I'm going to start off with him. It's very exciting. I mean, anybody who has anybody on the 49ers is pretty pumped this week because they're playing against Jacksonville. And let me tell you a little story. It goes like this. Jacksonville gives up the eighth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. There you go. Kaepernick is a (laughs) must-start. Jacksonville gives up the third most fantasy points to running backs. Oh, I'm sorry. Frank Gore, anyone? Must start. He's a must start every week regardless. But, yes. Jacksonville gives up the seventh most fantasy points to tight ends. Vernon Davis. Play him. Play him. San Francisco defense. Why would you play them? Because they're playing against Jacksonville. Not much else to say. But play them. Now, the only person I'm just kind of questionable about is Anquan Bolden, and it's not because he's playing against Jacksonville. It's just because he's been really inconsistent this week, this year, and I do I do like him, but he's just, oof, he's tough. He's very tough. So with that said, I have him as a gut call, but you probably don't have a better choice to play this week with six teams on by, and he's playing against Jacksonville, so play him. Courtney, it's almost like you're implying that the Jaguars are a bad defense. No, 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 no. I mean, they're all they're 0-7, but they deserve to win. No, <laughs> they didn't. Not at all. 
<laughs> but that doesn't mean that on offense they don't have people to play. Justin Blackman yeah. and Cecil Shorts, the yep. third, I think are must starts. Is he really ranked a third? Yeah. Yeah, you always you always jit people on their names with juniors, the third. Yeah, Cecil Shorts, the third. Oh, I like it. uh, Yeah, yeah. You know, Blackman only got 58 yards last week against San Diego. They were really covering him, but I don't think they were planning on Cecil Shorts coming back. And, hello, (laughs) Mike Brown. We have him ranked 63rd, but I think that's a little cheap. He had 120 uh, yeah, 120 yards last week. With the three of them playing, Hello. I like them. I like them. I like them. You know what? We're playing them this week. Who we're not playing? Mm, Maurice Jones Drew. Mm, nope. So sad. 94% of leagues still own him. Bye. So I'm guessing you don't have a better running back, but sad. Sad. He's no good. No good. He did not have two games over 10 points. So there is no hope. This is not going to be the week he's going to get over 10. I don't believe with the San Francisco defense. So I hate this just as much as I hate picking New England to win. But I'm picking the 49ers to win. (laughs) Yeah, as am I. Because I'm alive. (laughs) Hey, Ashley, how are you smoking over there? You going with the Jags on this one, too? Totally. No, I'm not that crazy. You kidding me? So we're all in on the 49ers. This is their week, you guys. Make sure to check us out on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network. It's our new home, and we love them, so come listen to us. Next game, New York Jets at Cincinnati Bengals. How about them Jets? Jets. There was a pause. I felt like all of a sudden I'd asked a rhetorical question. Uh, Rex Ryan is actually a really good coach. I know a lot of people are going to debate that about me, but I... He gives them that extra push that they need to win at the end game. Well, he game plans, which, by the way, is terrible for your fantasy team. But it's great (laughs) for them as a team because every week it's different. It's, it's attacking the other team's weakness. He's very big into game planning, which is why no one's a must-play because each week it's a little bit different. And um, you have to just be okay with that and just know that you're taking a chance. So um, gut calls, though. Jeremy Curley has racked up some nice weeks. I'm into this guy. Me too. Uh, last week he was all over the field, both sides of the. I mean, he was just crazy town. He looked great. Uh, he had ten targets, uh, ninety-seven yards, scored a touchdown. I, I, that's all I need. Hello, call me. Um, <laughs> I like him. So the only problem is their receiving core continues to shift. So if Santonio Holmes is back or, or you know, Stephen Hill's kind of like in and out and wavering, just you have to continue checking the injury report with these guys. Geno Smith, he's continuing his pattern of 20-plus game, 20-plus point game to less than five-point game. His fantasy numbers are literally a seesaw. And last week, he had over 20 points, meaning this week he should have less than five. Now, he looked great against New England, and it looks like he's learning, and perhaps he's going to even out a little bit. But I do have to warn you, that is the cycle, and it's been consistent. 
And yeah, that's the it way makes it me is. nervous because I just picked him up. I yeah, I'm under, he's going I'm against the Bengals. They're pretty decent. I, I don't know, but he's a great pickup. I don't know if I would start him against the Bengals. He's under gut calls. It's up to you. Um, bench warmers, they're running backs. Chris Ivory and Bilal Powell. What? 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 Wait, what? What? <laughs> Cincinnati's given up the ninth fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. So in general, it's not a good matchup, but it doesn't matter. These two guys go off and on as to who's making points. And literally, I don't care who you are. I don't care what fantasy expert you are or regular football expert you are. I don't care who you are. You cannot actually tell me with certainty who will get the most points week in and week out. You can't do it. And this is a game all about probability. And the probability of them doing well is literally 50-50. And that's not a chance you want to take on a starting running back. And hopefully by this point, if you have a flex, you're using a wide receiver. Let me know if you're not, because you're crazy. Um, However, game planning rules. I'm picking the Jets. 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 So, with the Bengals, on my plan if you got them. Yeah. Andy Dalton. Drinking the Kool-Aid. Hear me out. Hear me out. Cutler. Kool-Aid. He's out. Bradford, out. Flacco, on bye. Houston quarterbacks, bye. Andrew Luck, bye. Locker, bye. Vic is a maybe this week. Tom Brady hasn't been Tom Brady. You may have been struck by the injury or bye week bug, and Andy Dalton is looking pretty sexy right now. He was the third highest scoring quarterback last week and has the 11th most fantasy points overall this season. Stop scoffing at Andy Dalton and realize he is a legitimate option. He threw for 372 yards and had three touchdowns last week. And if those were Brady's numbers last week, the whole is Manning or Brady conversation be rearing its ugly head again. Think Dalton he is not a bad option this week. Just saying it. AJ Green. Preach. He had a he had a killer week last week with 21 points, 155 yards and a touchdown. He's now moved himself up the ranks in the top slot for the most fantasy points by a wide receiver. Hey. He is a beast. He should be in your lineup every single week. I feel like I don't even have to mention A.J. Green anymore because it should just be a no-brainer at this point. But nonetheless, he's a must-start. Bengals defense, guys. Yes, the Bengals got completely torn apart by the Lions last week. Like, it was rough. But, like, but we said they would, so hopefully you didn't start them. So listen to us when we tell you that they are a good play against the Jets. Think Geno Smith and interceptions here. The Jets give up the eighth most points to defenses, and the Bengals are a better-than-average defense. This is a favorable matchup for defenses when it comes to, you know, matchups, because that's all you really care about with defenses. is you're looking at that matchup for this week, and this is a good one for the Bengals. Mm. Gut calls, Marvin Jones. He's a 42-ranked wide receiver. He had two solid weeks, scoring double-digit points in each of them, guys. He also had a touchdown each of those last two weeks as well. Something to keep in mind is that even if he didn't have a touchdown, he still would have gotten you, you know, almost six points, which is pretty good, and seven points on a different week. So that's nothing to be too upset about, especially when you're in a situation with six teams on by. You're just looking for any points at this point. So people are dropping like flies, and he's a good one to keep in mind. Giovanni Bernard. 
Well, he didn't have the best week last week, scoring only five points, and he's still in a running back by committee situation. But then again, so are a lot of other running backs in the league right now. So he's slowly proven to be the better option out of the two between him and Green Ellis, but he's still a little inconsistent. So look for him to fill kind of your flex role. Um, I don't know. Got like call, guys. A little, I'm a little nervous. I like him this week more than most, but... Ugh. I like the Jets him. D is hard. Yeah, I mean, hard. I don't. I don't still, right Jets got a good D too, though. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: is that you know, oddly enough, Green Ellis has more carries than Bernard, guys. But he was only averaging twenty. You know, he had twenty-four yards out of ten touches last week. That's ridiculous. Ooh. I mean, how do you even get only twenty-four yards out of ten touches? It's amazing. Ask the Buccaneers. It, it, it takes, it takes <laughs> <laughs> Doug right? Martin is asking the same question as hospital bed like, right gosh. now. Crazy. <laughs> Poor guy. All I'm saying is Grinnell's is a little bit risky, and you might want to look elsewhere because the Jets give up the six fewest points to running backs. So I don't really love this for either one of them, but I'd be going Bernard out of the two. No question. Absolutely. I don't Who's know my pick here, guys. I feel like the Bengals, but the Jets are just winning games. Bengals. Got to do it your team I don't have to do it you're in love I'm, with I'm you're in to. love with I'm, Andy I'm Dalton gonna, I'm not in love I mean I like redheads it's true I like my ginge here and there but I'm going Bengals we're doing it makes a good tea <laughs> it does hey. it does hello well I'm going with the New York Jets because I always go with the New York Jets I love them I love me some Rex and I can't help it don't get me wrong I don't own any of them in fantasy I'm not that crazy, but I do enjoy a little Rex Ryan. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Oakland Raiders. Same record, two and four. Mm. Pittsburgh Steelers are looking much better. Much, I much feel, better. It, it felt dirty, that first game. Just it didn't feel right. <laughs> it's like, oh, just something's so wrong. It's Something like smells, you, and it doesn't smell good. Yeah, you know, like when you cook the night before and you didn't take the trash out? Mm-hmm. And you yep. think, oh, yeah, that was red meat. Oof. Le'Veon Bell, though, he smells like a waterfall. He smells like <laughs> sunshine. He, he rushed for 93 yards against a pretty stingy Baltimore defense. And he's a rookie, and that shouldn't be happening. And congratulations. I think it's really exciting and nice that they have the kind of running back that they wanted to have in him. I like him. So he's a must-start this week against Oakland. And frankly, running backs are so bad this year, he's probably a must-start through the end of the season. So if you were patient and you held on to him, congratulations. I'm one of those people. Yay! He's money in the bank, especially if you're in a dynasty league. Hold on. Got calls. Heath Miller, we have him ranked 11th. That puts him just outside the starters in a standard 10-team league. Um, last week he did have a touchdown, but then he had a fumble. And that was weird. So yeah, weird. It was weird. weird. Don't expect that this week. But maybe a touchdown. So, um, I don't know. Another I like weird Heath. thing. I do too. And I love when they chant Heath and it sounds like they're booing. It's one of my favorite yeah. things in all of football. That and the weird Lambo leap and when people mess up the Lambo leap. When That's they right. like fall. They love the Lambo <laughs> leap. Good. And they fall. It's good. They're so funny. It's they're like, it's very unmanly, but I love it. I will have to say about tight ends is that 
if you don't have a top four tight end, all the other ones is, you know, it's a crapshoot. And if yeah. your quarterback likes the tight end, then it's a good choice to pick up. Yeah, and you know, yeah. likes going to Miller. So. Big, yeah, Big Ben likes Heath. Yeah. Yeah, I like it too. Um, Antonio Brown, oh, he's so annoying. He's just so annoying. He is the best athlete on the team. He's fabulous. But he just keeps being mediocre. He only had 50 yards receiving last week. No touchdown. Ugh. Um, I don't know. I keep believing he's going to have a breakout game any moment because it looks great on the field, but it's just not translating to your fantasy team. So he's a gut call if you have someone better, but you probably don't. So... Um, Emmanuel Sanders I'm kind of back to hey guys another bad bad game one pass for seven yards why is he on your team he certainly shouldn't be starting he's been averaging four catches for 51 yards per game it is what it is Uh, I'm going to go for the underdog and I'm going to go for the Raiders I like Trump Pryor and I, like I don't know if more. either one are really underdogs. I think they're both just dogs. But, yep. you know. Yep. Snoop Doggy Dog. Lion. Snoop Doggy Dog. And with that said, the Oakland Raiders must start Darren McFadden. Hey, 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 hey. He's still listed as questionable, but they're coming off a bye. And I think he's going to be well rested. Pittsburgh is a tough defense, but they give up the eighth most fantasy points to running backs. So I like McFadden. I expect this game to be very low scoring. Pittsburgh has four games where they only gave up 20 or fewer points to opposing teams. So I don't expect a lot of points coming out of Oakland, but I think if they come, they're coming from McFadden. So I have him as a must start. Gut calls, Denarius Moore. I just, mm, tough defense. Oh, it's just a tough defense. You know, you might not have a better option, but it's going to be frustrating because he probably is not going to give you – I don't know if he's going to get a touchdown this year, so you're, this week, so you're probably going to be hoping just for yards. We'll see. They give up the sixth fewest points to wide receivers, so I don't love it. But who knows? He did really well against Kansas City Chiefs defense, so maybe he's a good True. start. True. Tough. It's tough. I would not start Terrell Pryor this week, but I will say he's only owned in 32% of leagues. Pick him up. He's Next awesome. week they play Philadelphia, and he is great. You know, Pittsburgh only gives up the third fewest points to quarterback, so I'm not convinced this is the week that he's going to blow up. I think he's going to hand the ball off a lot to McFadden, as I've already said. But going on throughout the season, I mean, Cutler's out. Other people are going to be out. I think that this... Is a good, is a good guy to pick up for the future. With that said, I'm going to pick the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Ashley, Steelers, baby, for sure. The Steelers are not the team they were at the beginning of the season. I mean, they were really, really bad, but they're looking better. You know, they really, they're they're a different team. So yeah, I'm going are. Steelers. You just like curtains. <laughs> so, yeah, steel curtains, baby. Curtain. I like it. I like it. Love it. All right. Washington Redskins at Denver Broncos. I got very depressed having to write this out. But after going through it the first time, I'm actually kind of pumped to do it again. So here we are. (laughs) It's her novella. RG3. It's going to be the same story, people. The offenses are good. Okay. RG3 and his offense is coming back to be really good. 
the Broncos are great. So here Woo. we go. The defenses, not so much. So here's the story. RG3, he's back, you guys. He had 298 yards passing, two touchdowns. He did have one interception, but he had 84 yards rushing, which is oh, great. 26.32 points. Love it. And guess what? Denver gives up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks. We're starting RG3 this week, people. Do not bench him. He's going to blow up. Pierre Garçon, I love him. We have him ranked number 12. I think he should be higher. He only had 58 yards last week against Chicago, but don't let that scare you. Denver gives up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers. He's the man. He's number one wide receiver for the Redskins. He should be your number one wide receiver. I like Mm -hmm. him. Alfred Morris, we have him ranked number 10. You know what? He didn't get in the the end zone like Hello did, but... He's a man. You can't you can't bench him. He still got no. you 95 yards, and that's great. So you're playing him. Jordan Reed, I've been talking about him for weeks. It's another bromance that has arisen with Mr. Reed and Griffin. I love it. I love it. I love it. 19.4 points. Hello. Huge. Hello. Still only owned in 28% of leagues. I can't believe it. You talk about all the time. Courtney has been telling you to pick this guy up for four weeks. Just do it already. So I can stop talking about it. Just Please. do it. <laughs> do it. Way to go, Courtney. And play him. He is a little banged up, but I, I think he'll be just fine. Yeah. Keep an eye on him, but he should be a good go. Hello, hello, hello. I love you, Roy Jr. I picked him up. I'm playing him. I suggest you do, too. I have him under gut calls just because he's only played in one type of offense for the Redskins, which is the hurry-up offense. But that seems to be the most successful for them. They give it to him in the red zone. He had three touchdowns last week. Bam. Fantasy gold. I don't expect him to get three touchdowns every week, but I do expect him to get a touchdown or you know, at least a few yards. You have guys on by. This is not a bad pickup. I'm picking him up. I'm playing him. I think you should, too. Do we it. can go down together, if not. <laughs> and on the bench, Washington defense. We have him ranked 25th. He, they're playing against Peyton Manning and Generous. the crazy offense of the Broncos. It's no good. But I will say, fantasy orgy of the week. Ooh, sloppy. It's going to get sloppy. It's going to get sloppy. And why? Because we're playing against Peyton Manning. We have him ranked number one, as usual. There are, he didn't practice, which is very, very rare for Manning not to go to practice. They say it's an ankle. I think it's a shoulder. We'll see. We'll see how his throws are. With that said, he still had 387 yards passing and three touchdowns. Love it. Moral of the story, Washington gives up the ninth most fantasy points to quarterbacks, and it's Peyton Manning. You don't bench him. I'm sorry. Hello. He's amazing. Hello. Hello. Julius Thomas, we have him ranked number three. He had 41 Call yards and a touchdown. Call name, Courtney. Orange Julius. Thank which, you. by the way, if you go to the store and Orange Julius or Demarius Thomas, which I don't really understand that, Gets a touchdown. You get a free liter of crushed soda. Hold on. Just throwing that so out there. So they actually decided because Thomas had the same name as Julius. Name. They packaged them in. They packaged them. I know. Them. I said the same thing to my husband. And he goes, whoa, I'm not the marketing team. Don't yell at me. I don't get it. I was upset, too. <laughs> wow. Thank you Makes for no being sense. upset with me. Wow. But That's with that said, 
Washington gives up the 14th most fantasy points to tight ends, and it's Julius. He's just huge and a machine. We're playing him. Wes Welker, Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker. Boom, boom, boom. Eric Decker, you can keep your spot and must start. Even though you do drop the balls, you still get 150 yards and a touchdown. I love you. <laughs> Welker had a slow day with 96 yards, and for the first time this year, no touchdown. Is that That's amazing? Crazy. He still That's got you 9.6 points, though. It's still good. Thomas oh, had 82. Oh, you know there are crazy people that are complaining about it. Oh, yeah. Like oh, this yeah. girl. Because I just accepted a trade for him, and then, of course, doesn't get a touchdown. Please. Oh. You could have Victor Cruz. Oh. I could. Yeah. Thomas had me. Demarius Thomas had 82 yards and a touchdown last week, which is wonderful. I'm excited he's getting the ball back. And listen, Washington gives up the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers. It's fantasy gold for all three of them. The play them all. No Sean Marino. I know it angered you a lot that he got the ball as much as he did last week. It was very frustrating. And with that said, he only had 40 yards rushing and a late fourth quarter touchdown. Sad. But you're still going to play him. And yeah. why, you ask? Washington gives up the second most fantasy points to running backs. <laughs> It's like a game show with this it, this matchup is really so is. awesome. And behind it's like this store. And behind this store, you're gonna win. It's fantasy gold in this whole matchup. They get And up Matt everything. Prater. I, yeah, seriously. Welcome. And you're welcome. Matt Prater, you guys, kicker. Love him. He has more fantasy points than most running backs that you start every week. Alfred Morris, Ray Rice, mm. Stephen Ridley, and Trent Richardson, just to name a few. But I'm saying must start every week. No maybes. No maybes. They're all starters except Ronnie Hillman. I'm not allowed to curse. I would curse you out right now. Facebook. Not only him, but all the people that still own him. 27% of people in leagues still own him. I can't believe that. I think that's crazy. It is as crazy as owning Fred Davis. Stop it. Drop them. And I'm talking to you, Fox. <laughs> it's exhausting. Denver's defense, don't even touch them. RG3 is going to blow up this week. They got you zero points last week. You don't even, they don't even be, deserve to be owned. Drop them. My pick, with all that said, <laughs> is Peyton Manning and the Denver Broncos. Did you hear that, Mom? Courtney said the Broncos do not deserve to be owned. Drop no, them. drop them. Nobody's going to pick them up, Mom. Just drop them. <laughs> but every week she's like, but they're good. They're not that bad. I love it. Mm. It's like, she's so sweet and such a homer. I just love they it. They do have good games, but, again, they play, yeah. they've play. they played against not-so-good teams. So, yeah, don't do it. Um, I'm with you, Courtney. I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. I think Peyton's going to come out and not be thrilled about the loss last week. And they're going to win. But it's going to be a high-scoring game for sure. Yeah. As I said, I mean, I got my rain boots. I got my slicker. <laughs> I'm ready to go to this orgy and participate. <laughs> Do you know what game's not going to be an orgy, though, Brennan? Is the Falcons and Cardinals game. Oh. It's not, oh, by the way, I picked the Broncos. Go ahead. Broncos. There's nothing wet about this game at all. Dry. No. No. It's Except like sandpaper at Home Depot. <laughs> in in the Sahara. Yeah, in bulk in the Sahara. It's just gotten drier. Yeah. Matt Ryan, though, is a legit option. 
I mean, the Falcons are a complete mess right now. Like, mess. But he was the seventh highest scoring quarterback last week with 22 points. I mean, he had Yay. 273 yards and three touchdowns. You know, he completed 20 to 26 passes, you know, and he seems to still be able to find targets despite, you know, Julio and Roddy being out. So, I mean, for me, he's a must-start. Harry Douglas has also become a must-start for me, guys. Roddy is out. Julio Jones is out for the season. Harry Douglas has been the man. I mean, he scored 20 points last week catching seven passes for almost 150 yards. You know, throw a touchdown in that mix, and you've got fantasy magic. So Roddy may or may not be coming back. Who really knows? Who really cares at this point? Douglas is still the man. Start him. Cut calls. Tony Gonzalez. I'm starting to get real frustrated with you, Tony. One week, he is hot. The next, terrible. Like, he only had two balls thrown his way for 30 yards. I should say that was like, he only caught two balls for 30 yards. He had a primo matchup last week as well and still wasn't targeted much at all, only four times, in fact. You know, he's been targeted 28 times in the two weeks previous to this, so it's possible that last week was just completely off, you know, with only four looks. But either way, I mean, it's a gut call. Look and see you got. I would start Reed over Gonzalez, that's for sure. I'm sure Courtney would agree with me on that. Mm-hmm. You know, and as far as Jacquez Rogers and Steven Jackson go, they are also in my gut checks for the fact that, you know, I mean, Jacquez looked really good, like starting quality good. But rumor has it that Steven Jackson is coming back, which means that neither of them are a must start as you have no idea what kind of playing time each of them will get. Rumor has it. <laughs> rumor has nice. it. Nice. Little Adele mm. reference. A deep track. <laughs> right? You got a little song for me with Roddy White? Probably not. Because nobody cares no, about I don't. Roddy right now. I don't. White yeah. wedding. <laughs> it's there's a, a nice you know, day to a... start again. No, don't start. Don't start. Don't start him. Don't start again. I mean, there's always a rumor that Roddy White is my play. I can't believe you that either. <laughs> slightly slightly embarrassing and slightly awesome at the same time. Uh, uh, you should see my haircut. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so, Roddy, here's the thing, guys. He missed his first game last week in nine years. A streak that he was very keen on keeping, hence why he was using the decoy the whole first half of the season because he didn't want to miss a game. So that tells me that he is hurt and legitimately hurt. So don't count on him coming back. <sighs> I don't know, guys. I'm torn on this one between the Falcons and the Cardinals, but they want to go Falcons. It's a close call, though, because Cardinals' D can be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, only Carson Palmer scored over 10 points last week, and he scored a whopping 10.82 as the quarterback. <laughs> it's not going to cut Same. it. So no one is a must-start on the gut calls list. I'm not quite sure Larry's even going to play in this game, and if he does, he's just not up to snuff. He's he's not healthy. It's not him. It's the way it is. He only caught two balls last week for 17 yards. Um, yeah, if he's not 100%, you can't really expect much more. Their defense is okay. They got six points last week against Seattle. That's pretty good against Seattle. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Atlanta's actually playing pretty well without their main guys. Uh, everyone else is kind of on the bench, especially those running backs. It went back to Mendenhall getting most of the work over Ellington. This is kind of like a Jets situation where you just don't know. 
so I'd stay away from both. And I know it's a bye week, and I'm that's hard, but they're both not start worthy. Um, for that and many other things, I'm going to pick Atlanta, even though they've been a hot mess. I was impressed with them last week. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Atlanta Falcons just because I need I need Harry Douglas to have a big week for me. So <laughs> that's the only reason why I'm going there. Although I usually do choose defenses over offenses, but ooh, I'm going Atlanta. Green Bay Packers at Minnesota Vikings. This will be an exciting one. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Let's talk about Packers first here. So as far as who you got to start, Aaron Rodgers, number three ranked quarterback. He is backed by friends. 23 points. Yes, please. 260 yards. We'll take that. Three touchdowns. Delicious. Rodgers had the sixth. Delicious. Delicious. Yes. As is he. But... I mean, he had the six most points last week, and will be dominating the Vikings this week. You know, who get the eighth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. This is a must-start if we've ever seen it. So, you start him. Eddie Lacy. If you were not on the Eddie Lacy train yet, then I don't know what planet you have been living on. Choo-choo. <laughs> right? I mean, he is making a nice little run for rookie of the year, in my opinion. You know, which, of course, is daily opinion that matters. <laughs> That's right. Right. Just, just kidding. But, I mean, seriously, this kid is good. Like, really good. He had the seventh most points last week, racking in 16, and ran for 82 yards with a touchdown. He will have at least one touchdown this week. I will guarantee that. And, and he'll be running against the second-worst defense in regards to running back. So this is a very, very good fantasy matchup. Jordy Nelson, you know, there is no question that Jordy Nelson is Aaron Rodgers' go-to receiver. With Randall Cobb and James Jones out last week, Nelson racked in 10 points with 42 yards and one touchdown. These numbers may not seem extremely impressive, but this is all while being covered by one of the best corners in the league. You know, and Michael Finley is out, so that will mean even more targets for Nelson. Start him and smile. Jared Boykin. Get excited. Hi. Number 15 weight wide receiver. Yep. You know, I mean, in all he... I mean, Randall Cobb is out. James Jones is out. In all seriousness, that does hurt the Packers. But they really haven't missed that much of a beat because Jared Boykin has stepped up and Aaron Rodgers is loving him. But he's gushing about him. I mean, he had the seventh most fantasy points, you know, of all receivers. He caught eight of ten balls thrown his way for 103 yards and a touchdown. A touchdown that he, like, stretched up or he, like, willed that ball into the end zone. I mean, that effort doesn't go unnoticed. So... You know, take, James Jones is questionable for Sunday, which may make Jarrett, you know, slightly a little lower down. But I don't know. I think why rush Jones back when Boykin is playing so well? So I like him a lot this week. Packers defense fall under my gut calls, guys, because uh, here's the thing. is that They scored the 11th most points last week, which should technically land them on the bench. But we're looking at bye weeks here. The Vikings are truly terrible. So quite honestly, they could be a good start. Bench warmers, Jermichael Finley, ugh, very sad. He took quite a hit last week and was knocked out of the game. He was just released from ICU and has full feeling of his arms and legs, thank goodness. But he will not be playing anytime soon, so I just want to give you a heads up to get him out of your lineup. Soon. Soon. Let's go on the Vikings. This will be quick. The only person you're playing is Adrian Peterson. Period. Yeah, even then, really, and he really hasn't even been that good. Uh, yeah, ugh. he had a bad week the week before too. Yeah, but you don't you don't give up on AP yet. You don't give up. No, on can't so, bench your studs. Can't bench studs. So you're still playing Adrian Peterson. 
as far as your gut calls, Greg Jennings. I mean, here's the issue is that uh, Josh Freeman was the starting quarterback. He should not have been playing, but he was, and Greg Jennings did not do great. But Christian Ponder is going to be playing this week, so who really knows what's going on with the wide receivers or the quarterbacks at this point, so just stay away from all of them. Which leads to my bench. Vikings D, this is a given. You go up against the Packers, Jordy Nelson, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, come on. You hear these names, you should be immediately benching your defense. As far as with the quarterbacks, again, Josh Freeman and Christian Ponder. Freeman apparently suffered a concussion, so he was undergoing you know, kind of an evaluation to figure out what's going on there. So they basically are assuming that Christian Ponder will be starting as the quarterback. So either way, this means nothing to you, as you should have neither Christian Ponder nor Josh Freeman on your fantasy teams, period, let alone in your starting lineup. But just in case we have to reiterate that fact to you, they should both be on your bench. My pick, Green Bay Packers, no question. Yeah, Green Bay Packers all the way. But good luck, Minnesota. I saw Brown's that pretty tried and true on hers. No. Okay. <laughs> You're not crazy. There. No pause there. Seattle Seahawks at St. Louis Rams. Seahawks D, guys. Come on. If you haven't learned to always start the Seattle defense by now, then... We- I don't know how to help you. You, know, you should always start them. Always. Period. Always. Marshawn Lynch, number three ranked quarterback on our rankings. As expected, he had another good week. He scored 15 points with one touchdown and rushed for 91 yards. Mama-like. There is never an excuse to not start Marshawn Lynch unless he is on by. That is the only excuse. He is a no-brainer in your lineup. You know, he's going to be rushing against the fourth-worst defense against running backs. So expect big, big big things for Marshawn Lynch this week. Gut calls, Russell Wilson. You know, we're not sure how many different ways we can say that Russell Wilson is not a muster, but he's not a muster. You know, I mean, like, how many more times do we have to say this? I mean, he did not fall into the top 10 quarterbacks yet again last week, and he mustered his way into the top 10 position for overall points amongst quarterbacks, which is a little bit dicey because you got bye weeks into play right here. So when you look at all overall points, you, people have, like, games missing. So don't take, you know, that into full account either. So due to bye weeks, you might want to look to use him, but just uh, keep in mind, guys, he's, like, a bye week guy. Saddle wide receivers, here's the deal. No one knows which wide receiver will be the star that week, if any of them have star potential. But this matchup against a weak secondary, any of them might be a nice fill-in for you since you will need to be kind of creative wide receiver slot due to bye weeks. So you can be kind of creative with the Seattle wide receivers. Bench, I don't really have anyone from the Seahawks on the bench this week. I feel good about the team in general. I like them. Is it because they're playing against St. Louis Rams? You know when you have, like, teams and you have to, like, name people in the NFL? I feel like the Rams are one of the teams I always forget. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, back when they were like Kurt Warner, like, yeah, you remember that. But now it's like, wait, what? What? Yeah. So that's why I'm picking, obviously, the Seahawks. I like it. I always forget the Titans. Titans, yeah. What? Who? That's a tough name. I forget them. So Zach Stacy is the only play him if you got him. He's actually great. Hey! Yeah, Yay! Yay, Stacey! Hey, St. Louis Rams, something happy. Um, I mean, the Rams have yet to score a rushing touchdown. Seriously, that's still a statistic. <laughs> Is that amazing? <laughs> We're in week eight. 
unbelievable. Um, he did manage to get in the end zone, though, on a receiving play. Okay. Well, there we go. Great. So that's special. Um, Seattle gives up the fourth fewest fantasy points to running, to running backs, but um, I mean, temper your expectations, but he's probably a must-play in this bye week nightmare we have going on. Um, I have the hiccups. I might as well just admit it. It's gotten weird. There's no way to hide it. <laughs> I'll go through and edit. So, see, look, I, yeah, it's 3 a.m. here my time. I'm just admitting that, too. I heart all of you, and I heart radio. Oh! oh. That's why I'm doing this at 3 a.m. and hiccups. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, the good news is that everything else is very simple with the Rams. You don't start any of them. They're starting Kellen Clemens this week because of the sad, sad injury to Sam Bradford. Get well soon, buddy. Bummer. Big bummer. Um, and they weren't really, like, start-worthy before that, so carry on. I pick Seattle. Nice. Yeah, I think Seattle Seahawks, you know. Um, yeah, nope, I don't think it's a question here. But I will say I'm rooting for Castle to go to uh, St. Louis, and I think he's he's ready to go into another Missouri team and love me some Castle. And I love me some Castle apologists. <laughs> and that's you. Was, and that's me. That's me. Hi. Hey. Well, that's the last matchup, guys. That's Monday night for you. Make sure you set your lineup, especially if you have Carolina Panthers or Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing Thursday night. You should. Love it. Make sure to check us out on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network, our new home. We love them. You can also check us out at HerFantasyFootball.com for our rankings, news, and much more. Check us out on Cover32.com for some of our analysis. We love writing for them. Chat us up on Twitter at HerFantasyFB with all your fun questions. Until next week, no more faking it. (laughs) 